What is going on, guys? I want to welcome you all to the 33rd, 33rd, 33rd episode of the Paramount Podcast, guys. I am your host, Thomas Michael Perra, 185 pounds of nails and wood and all that's good, guys. Chipping away at that diet, chipping away at that training. Um, you know, not necessarily on a diet. I'm just, it's a lifestyle, guys. Back on 75 hard, phase three, day six. I think, Mexico edition. Um, you know, just that live hard mentality, guys. Uh, getting shit done, doing the power list, cold showers, uh, you name it. Two outdoor workouts, no alcohol. Um, talk to a stranger. Um, random acts of kindness, all kinds of shit, guys. If you're interested in getting in on the 75 hard Live Hard Mental Toughness Program. It's not physical, guys. Uh, let me know. Find me on the Instagrams. And I'll give you all, send you all the information you need to know. And now's the perfect time with the quarantine, the lockdown, and everything. So um, focusing, you know, it's going to have a huge impact on your health either way. Um, I think everybody should do it. I kind of think of it like, you know, people ask me uh, oftentimes or people that I come across the, when I make new friends and things and they find out that I've done, I've fortunate enough to do a lot of traveling and they ask me what's my favorite place. I can never give them one because I, you know, I really believe such as even as in Mexico has, every place has their own little charm, right? And um, 75 hard is kind of like, because I always say, but one thing I always say is like, I like places to where I go and I leave a changed person. Um, you know, so if you go and do like an all-inclusive resort somewhere in the Caribbean, you know, you're probably not going to leave a changed person just because you're in, you have a lot of comforts. You're surrounded by comforts. Everything's already up front and paid for, um, tours and hotel and food and whatever, which is totally cool. It's always good to get away and not have a care in the world um, and just relax for seven to ten days, two weeks or something at a resort, 100%. But I always like the unknown, um, not necessary. I don't like the plan day to day. And for example, so India is all, is a place that I always say, I, I, always, I always reference India. I'm just like, if you, out of all the places that I've ever been, um, you know, India will change you. You will leave there a changed person for the better. And that's what I think 75 Hard is. And that's why I think everyone should do it. Um, because when you're finished, it will leave you a different person for the better. But enough on that, guys. Um, like I said, we are at the 33rd episode of the Paramount Podcast, guys. Now, 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 sorry completely unedited guys now downloaded in 38 countries and over 2,500 listens muchas gracias to everyone that has been listening and supporting the paramount podcast and please support it even further guys you know share this on apple spotify send it in dms send it on facebook um friends and family you find value in any of these episodes um please guys share this with people because it's the only way the podcast gets out. I don't do any, adverti any advertising. Um, I don't 
monetize it in any way, shape, or form. That is not as of yet, anyways. <laughs> um, guys, today's today is special because today's date, and it's been forever, is March 29th, which means it is the dichotomy of Sundays, the energy of the past week basically clashing with the energy of what's going to be coming up on Monday because usually Mondays when everyone starts the week, Sundays when everyone winds down and you have those dichotomies of energies getting ready for tomorrow but winding down from the last week, which is why I love doing podcasts on Sundays, guys. And uh, today we are going to be talking about, I thought it was, I thought it'd be pretty cool um, to give an insight into basically how I try, how I try to live um, my beliefs on just day-to-day life, character traits, those types of things. And for those of you who don't know, First Form is now has a elite-sponsored athlete position out search that they're going for right now. And anyone can apply. So I rec- like if any of you want to become the next First Form um, elite-sponsored athlete, guys, which is basically six figures, two-year contract, Obviously, supplements covered and a million other things, further education, um, building brand, building your brand, like just really becoming like the next level of the family. Um, I totally recommend any one of you to to um, sign up to be the to send, sorry, to send in your application to first form to be the next elite sponsored athlete, because with their athletes, guys, they don't go and pick out like Nadal or, uh, you know, I don't know, The Rock or they don't go and pick already made celebrities and then pay them millions of dollars to be the face of the brand. They pick normal people within the companies, within, sorry, within their company who follow the core values and they live by those standards and uh, just regular people, guys, nurses, policemen, carpenters as myself, uh, teachers, uh, doctors, uh, did I say nurses? Anything, anyone. Accountants, doesn't matter. They're looking for a type of person and they promote from within. They don't promote from without, from outside of the company. So if that's something you're interested, uh, let me know. I can get you the link too. I could send that your way. But I thought I wanted to share my application today as to why I think, why I want, why I need to be the first, next, first form elite um, sponsored athlete. Um, Because it's actually quite personal and it goes, uh, shows basically really who I am at the core. So I thought for you guys maybe to understand where I'm coming from, I wanted to share this today. And Oh, one thing I want to share is a quote from my very, very good friend, Megan, um, from on Brighter with Megan on the Instagrams. We were talking about, as you guys know, the last episode with what's going on with quarantine and the coronavirus and stuff. And she just, we were just talking as we always do. We catch up and her wisdom. I don't know. I don't know if she's ever necessarily like, the way she says things to me, it always clicks. I wanted to share her quote when we were just talking. And it was basically like, people show their true colors in times of hardship. Which is so true. 
And we need to surround ourselves and rise above that and don't let ourselves get tied down to people that um, will bring you down because they'll sink you with them. And I just thought, you know what? That is true because when shit gets hard, people do truly show their true colors. That's why I think they say like, uh, you know, everything's all, like you could say you get into a relationship and it's all fine and everything's beautiful and harmony and, um, you know, honeymoon phase. But then once you travel together, you see each other's true colors and things like that or whatever, because you run into uh, issues when you're traveling, especially if you're doing like backpacking or something, right? You see, when point is when hardships arise, you see people's true colors, whether they step up or they don't. So look around at your life right now and see the people that are stepping up and the people that aren't and be honest with yourself. If you're stepping up and using this free time, this gift of time of quarantine and with yourself and self-reflection and working on yourself and building on yourself, or are you one of the ones that are sinking? Because you're either sinking or you are, I guess, floating, (laughs) growing, dying or growing, right? Which one is it? And those are your true colors if you're sinking. And it's not that you're a bad person. You have all of those good qualities and core values within you, but you need to work on that as well. And, and, and I'm not perfect, okay? Uh, I got to kick my ass every single day. I got to kick my ass every day to get things done, to get things going, because I don't want to do anything either, really, in all honesty. Like, who... All I'm saying is I got to be on top of myself every day, guys. I got to have structure I got so I can get shit done, like this podcast and everything else in my life. And before I get into my first form elite application, which I'm just going to kind of read through, I just want to name off the core values and the standards that first form and the company, the guys, people within the company, guys and girls, that they live by. So we got loyalty. You can find this all on their website. At the very bottom, core values, standards to live by, what drives them. And we got number one is loyalty. And these are no particular order, guys. They're all number one. Loyalty. Lead by example. Go the extra mile. Stay humble. Be disciplined. Accept responsibility. Take initiative. Build positive and fun relationships. Always be learning. Be selfless. Be enthusiastic. And believe, which I, which I believe is also AKA faith. So I'm going to read through my application and I might stop every once in a while if one of these core values kind of pops up, but I'm actually going to do a full podcast on these core values in the next episode because they are that important and it doesn't have anything to do with first form in the next episode because these are core values that I try to live by regardless. And since I have tried Keyword here, guys, tried to live by because nobody's perfect. Um, My life has been substantially better, tenfold. So here we go. First form elite sponsored athlete. We'll begin. So in advance, I would like to thank you for taking the time to read this application. I appreciate first form for this opportunity. That would be probably humble. Humility. My name is Thomas Michael Perra from Canada. And why do I want to be, need to be, 
the next first Formula Elite sponsored athlete. It's the same reason I do anything, to be the best. It's the same reason why I applied to the Arte Syndicate Accelerator, was to be the best. But not just the best in any one thing. To be the very best human, friend, brother, uncle, role model, not currently boyfriend or fiance or husband nor father because I'm single as fuck, but, <laughs> but one day maybe. <laughs> That's all in there, guys. That's all in the application. I sent this in. So everything I do comes back to supporting others, everything. The more resources that I have available to myself, the more others benefit, period. Trying to uplift anyone that needs a lift that I come across in my day-to-day. But why? Well, let me explain. Okay, nine months ago, I started this podcast, the Paramount Podcast, named it after my father's wood framing construction company, Paramount Builders, which I shouldn't just say my father because my parents, my mother was an equal part in building that company. Um whom I still work for from time to time when I'm back in Canada. Guys, I was building houses uh, one month ago when I was back home before I came to Mexico. So still getting in there, hammering nails, chopping wood, you know. Going on my 20th year as a carpenter, and although I'm over it, and I want to move on from it, and I just, you know, I've I've had enough minus 50 below Celsius workdays, and, you know, but it's still hard to beat the camaraderie and the locker room humor and the dick jokes at work with all the boys. It gets us through that stupid cold. And I love those guys to death, man. They are my brothers. Some of them have worked for my father for over a decade and the other ones, seven or eight years. They're literally family. So it's like working with family, truly blessed. And we get fucking weird (laughs) on the job site sometimes. And it's fun, singing, dancing, whatever. Um, but basically every character trait that I essentially possess, I learned growing up working for my father in trades, working for Paramount Builders, um, that the company that my parents have built from scratch, things like grit, things like doing what has to be done, even though you don't want to do it, but getting it done quickly and with a quality fashion, and with a fucking smile on your face, guys. Because that way, you're going to be able to do something that you enjoy sooner versus dragging out something that you just completely loathe, okay? get You don't want to do something, get at it, get it done, focus on it, get out of the way, and then you're that much quicker to doing something that you want to be doing. I don't care what dream job you think you're in or if you never have to go to work. If if one of those people are like, my work isn't work. It's, 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 it's fun. It's what I love, love to do for fun. Sure. But there's not a career out there. I don't care how much you love it. That doesn't have shit in it. Mundane tasks that you don't want to do. And you can't delegate everything. So get it done. And you know, it's funny. Cause I always get asked, do you get used to working in the extreme cold? People didn't get used to it. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's always the same. It fucking sucks. But you mentally can handle it better, maybe, you know, like anything. Like anything, pushing through the cold, realizing how much it really is mental, like anything. 
Like everything, everything is mental from the shoulders up, guys. And Paramount Builders is the backbone of the Paramount Podcast, which allows the podcast to be the most underrated relationship and lifestyle podcast on earth. <laughs> because it is, damn it. And all the lessons that I learned working in the trades, guys, uh, I apply it to every area of my life, like anything, like people, you know, what are you good at? Okay, I'm good. I'm like, I, if I, I just don't simply put as much time and effort into, say, learning about maybe finances and saving money and stuff like that as I do into my health and fitness because that's just my number one. Um, so what are you good at? And what do you want to change in your life? And take the principles that in the areas that you are dominant at and use those same principles in areas that you suck at. Maybe it's your health, but maybe you're really good with, you know, staying organized and keeping all your accounting and your taxes and everything. You could put that same mentality into your diet and fitness and you will have success. Okay. If there's something in your life that you are not to where you want to be, you have simply just not put in enough work in that spot, in that area, period, plain and simple, plain and simple. You have not put in enough work. If you're not in the shape that you want to be in, you haven't put enough work in. If you're not in this place that you want to be financially, then you simply have not put enough work in that spot, plain and simple. Okay. It's similar to everything that, that's practiced through uh, 75 hard phases, one, two, and now I'm on three. Um, but the main focus of the podcast is always to relate back to human relationships, love, dating, family, friends, etc. helping people, humans, human relationships. And in nine months, I've managed to produce 33 episodes in 38, reaching 38 countries and downloaded over 2,500 listens, over 10 platforms, just as numero uno, numero uno, just as me from my cell phone. Recorded half of these or more inside of my shitty little 1994 Mazda B3000 work truck, which wasn't even worth $500 when I had to get rid of it because it didn't pass safety. I had to take it in. The guy gave me, uh, I think, $250 for this truck. That's what I recorded the podcast in, guys. No excuses. And I make excuses in areas of my life, too. And I got to own up, look myself in the face and say, no excuses. And that's basically taking uh, responsibility for everything, regardless if it, you directly did it or not. And it was a sad day when I had to get rid of Manny. Kind of blows my mind when I think about it, recording podcasts and that little guy. But, you know, it just adds to the story. And, you know, it's much like the MFCEO podcast with Andy Frisella. The Paramount podcast is just given away for free, guys. There's no ads. It's just me. Um, maybe the odd special guest when I want to bring someone in a value who has can bring value to my listeners. Um, but basically, the idea was born from Arte Syndicate Live event where I came across to start a podcast. And... Basically, the perspective on my life right now is and has been for a very long time is that I have been fortunate enough to travel extensively to over 20 different countries, probably 25, uh, and I don't plan on st stopping anytime soon, guys. 
And I have seen and been so many places uh, and being able to work there and travel internationally overseas uh, as a male fashion model and an actor. Beyond grateful, never taken for granted. Also worked hard like a motherfucker the last 10 years to get there and to stay there. So everything that I have right now is earned and has not been given either. Let's make that clear. Um, which is kind of ironic that the modeling career I kind of fell into um, during my construction career when I fell off that two-story house. I broke both ankles. I had three sets of casts. I was in a wheelchair for over a year, having to learn to walk again. Surgeries, screws, morphine, you name it. And if that have never have happened, guys, I would have never have watched all of the Harry Potters nor Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I think I even watched some Narnias in there, guys. <laughs> like, then who would I even be if I didn't get to watch those? Like, who would I even be? I don't even know. Basically, what I'm saying is that I was, I've been humbled by the ups and downs of life. I've been humbled by being able to travel to uh, just under 30 countries. And I've been humbled by having to sit in a wheelchair for over half of a year. So basically for the last 10 years, I've still been working in construction from time to time. And then I take off, I go on contract, I do these modeling, these acting um, careers, trying to take it to the next level. And, you know, finally, you know, I think I'm on my way. You know, within the last 18 months, I've lost 50 plus pounds for like the fourth time in my life because I've struggled with my weight all my life. Um up until probably within the last 18 months, to be honest, guys, I was always, you know, find myself kind of emotionally eating and it controlled me. Um, I wouldn't say in terms of like eating disorders, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, well, not bulimic or anorexic or anything, but definitely restrictive and then binge eating for sure. hundred percent. Um, so I've been there, I can relate, and I've lost 50 pounds three or four times in my life, so essentially I've lost 150, 200 pounds in total, if you kind of want to look at it like that. So I feel like I can help, I feel like it's my duty in a sense to help anyone who's struggling with that as well, because um, I've been fortunate enough to go through that and actually finally won, won, winning, 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 won. I got rid of those. 50 pounds this last time. I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't lose them because I'm not looking to find them, right? I got rid of them for good. And then I applied and, and uh, was accepted to Arte Syndicate Accelerator. And I applied and I was accepted to be a first form legionnaire, helping people transform their lives for the better and making my own life better in turn of making their life better, guys. And then I applied and was accepted into the first Down and Dirty with Tim Grover. And I'm currently just finished the second Down and Dirty with Tim Grover. I'll be my mental warfare game for the second time and I will be doing the third. Um, I've also been working with my own personal diet and training coach, Chris Lovato, Yucky Lovato on the Instagrams, guys, upping my own fitness game. Um, and another coach from the Athletic Truth Group, Ben Patrick, who helps me with all of the issues that I have with my low back and the arthritis and my broken ankles and everything. Um, as well, guys, the best people in the world 
have coaches. And like I say, I want to be the best at everything that I do. So that's why I have coaches who have more experience and expertise than what I do um, to get me to where I want to go. You know, Ben has basically helped me live more pain-free. Ben Patrick, knees over toes guy on the Instagrams, taking his vertical from 19 inches to 40 inches, guys, and he's the only six foot two white guy. And he's thrown down dunks left and right, like like off of each foot, and it's ridiculous. Um, good friend, better coach, great friend, great coach, and just helping me be living my life more pain-free and, and giving me education to help also my clients out uh, in the My Transformation app as well and making myself a better, better athlete because I am absolutely obsessed. And if you guys don't know how obsessed I am, go listen to Obsessed to Death where I believe that obsession is not a bad thing. People think it's bad to be obsessed. I think it is beautiful to be obsessed. I think the best things in life are when you are obsessed, when you're obsessedly in love with someone when you are obsessed with um, some kind of a goal, when your goal becomes an obsession and becomes part of your identity. That's why when you're obsessively in love with someone and you're obsessively in love with them, you just, no matter what, 24-7, 365, they're in your mind all day long. You just, you can't even, you love them so much, it just makes you sick. Obsessed, right? You're obsessed to the point to where they're actually become part of your identity. So when you break up and they leave, you lose part of your identity. You don't know who you are anymore. But really the best times in life is when we are obsessed with something. And I am obsessed and addicted to bettering myself, addicted to winning, addicted and obsessed with crushing my own bitch voice, ripping out my soul when needed, guys. I can't help it. I need to. I need to continually, constantly, daily be on myself because naturally, <sighs> naturally, man, I just want to eat pizza. I was thinking the other day how much I love fucking hot dogs. I love hot dogs. They remind me of uh, uh, a childhood. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, you know, smoke weed, drink beer. Like, do fuck all. That's my natural state. That's my let's my natural state. That's like that's like and I don't and it never served me. I wasn't happy there. Which is why I got to be on myself all the time trying to better myself. Um and you know like I had mentioned I had started the Paramount podcast I had mentioned earlier and I came to the realization um, about how lucky and fortunate I am to have the family that I have that was given to me by none of my doing. They support me in absolutely anything that I do, anything that makes me happy that I decide to do. I'm able to take these risks on contracts overseas in acting and modeling with zero guarantee over the last 10 years. I don't, there's no guarantee coming to Mexico. There's no guarantee in anything. Obviously, with the coronavirus, that makes that apparent. And it was always, sometimes in the past, people say, well, you need more like security, a more secure job. Well, how many times have you heard like something like the auto industry <laughs> going under and people losing jobs or anything? 
Like, how big of a company do you need to work for? And, you know, I realized that my parents, my older brother, my sister-in-law, my younger sister, my brother-in-law, they would take me in at any time. I was given this family. And if you want to count my niece, seven people. It was just given to me. Well, my siblings were likely built through my parents in a sense of who they are. But these seven people, I was given my parents, I was given my siblings with no doing to myself, that fortunate, that grateful. Literally have endless support. No matter what, they have my back, okay? That's what the Paramount Podcast is about. Being the carpenter of your life, me helping people become the carpenter of their life because I have that support. And I know that there's a lot of people in this world maybe even the majority who are coming to this world, who are born into this world, that were not given that same support or that great home life. So I feel that it, so I feel that, you know, I live my life for one reason, basically one purpose. It is to channel all of this energy and support that I get through my family and identify the individuals throughout my daily life and give them the support needed for them to live their best lives, to find their gifts, to help others turn into happiness, fulfillment, inner peace, and in the end, basically acceptance of death. <laughs> because as, you know, as a byproduct of them living, them true, living true to themselves. That's what this podcast is. And it's all done through those core values that I had mentioned at the beginning. I believe that the best gift that you can give anyone is the acceptance of death, realizing that this is all temporary, but still waking up every day, testing yourself, growing and supporting others, even though in the end it's all over. That's what human existence is, I believe, guys. Let me read that again. The best gift that you can give anyone that you can give me, that I can give you, is the acceptance of death, not being afraid to die. Looking at it as like a grand crescendo, like the climax of life. And realizing that this life is temporary, but not being afraid of the fact that it's temporary. And when you realize that, and then you still wake up every day, testing yourself, knowing it's all going to end. Growing, knowing this is all going to end. And supporting others, not expecting anything back, putting your time, your energy into others. Even though in the end, it's all over. And none of it matters and nobody's going to care when you're gone six months later. That is what I believe human existence is. Helping people with your gifts to help them find their way while at the same time, full acceptance of death, not being afraid of it, knowing it's all over in the end and still getting up every single day and testing yourself when it doesn't matter. That's faith. The strongest power that can ever be possessed by a human being.
If you want to know more, more about faith, go check out the Paramount Podcast um, episode on faith. But getting back to this, doing it all, knowing there's nothing to be won, okay? Doing it all anyways, doing all of that shit I just said, knowing there's nothing to be won. When you try to win at life, guys, that's a misunderstanding. You can't win at life. You can never win at life. Life is always changing. It's always changing. Nobody, nobody, nobody in North America was expecting the coronavirus in February. I mean, there was a few smart people. Bill Gates and things. Who knew? Years ago, even. But the average person... My point is, everything's changing. To try and win at life is like trying to get better at meditation, okay? When someone says, no, I need to get better at meditation, your interpretation of what meditation is, is skewed. And it's not wrong, it's just you have misinformation that for you trying to get better at meditation is completely wrong. Meditation is... You're trying to get better at doing nothing, at clearing your mind, at being still, sitting still, at being, just being. You can't win at just trying to be because you have that, you're having that energy of needing scarcity of trying to win. When you're trying to win, it means you don't have what you're trying to win what you're trying to accumulate which means scarcity so to try to win at life or to try to win at meditation is a misunderstanding the key is to live regardless how you want to live regardless of the end result is what I believe human existence is The end doesn't matter. It's right now. It's the present, I guess, right? How corny is that? Guys, this entire purpose of the Paramount podcast is why it is a relationship podcast. Because it's not just love or dating. It's It's human relationships with others, family, friends, and most importantly, the relationship with ourselves. Being the carpenter of your life. Supporting people like carpenters support houses. (laughs) Building homes for people, you know what I mean? Mentally, sort of. Supporting people the best that I can from the wisdom that I have gained over the past 10 years. And wisdom is, I believe, gained through through the experience of something, not through reading a book or listening to an audiobook, or watching a YouTube video on Morocco. You don't gain wisdom on Moroccan culture from a YouTube video. You gain wisdom uh, from Moroccan culture from going to Morocco. And I believe, because I'm fortunate enough to be able to do what I do, that the wisdom that I have gained over the past 10 years of traveling and going after what I want in life, and all of the beatdowns, that life has hammered, just beat me down. But I climb back up again. And all the people that I have met along the way, 
they bring me new refreshing perspectives. I bring them want new refreshing perspectives and we shift each other in and out of our current paradigms and we change each other's lives for the better to help each other become the carpenter of our lives, okay? In the words of Ace Hood in his song, We Ball, it's song, the song starts off, Dearly beloved, I was made for this. I bring that life, I bring that life. And that's what it's all about. And because I believe the number one human need in this world is to be understood by others, that you listening on the other side of, in your headphones right now, that you understand what I'm saying. That's like the number one need for me, that you understand what I'm saying. I wouldn't be talking into the cell phone right now if, I, if there's nobody else necessarily, not even one person that's never going to understand what I'm saying. Why would I even do it? And for me to understand you is the number one human need in this world. And when two people are completely understood by one another, by someone else, that's when barriers are broken. I say all the time that that's when barriers are broken. That's when trust is built, rapport is built, weddings are had, babies are born, okay? It's the number one reason why I decided to apply to be far, part to be a first form legionnaire because I was searching high and low for that understanding, looking for someone to relate to with my relentless drive for excellence. And guys, there was nobody around for months. I felt like I was just alone. But the, one of the beautiful things about the interwebs is that I found first form, and I finally felt someone, people who got me, and then a baby was born. <laughs> I belonged somewhere, okay, because they understood me. We related on ripping our souls out and constantly striving for excellence, like Tim Grover. This is why I pay almost double currently to bring First Form into Canada. Number one, my opinion, best supplements on the market quality efficaciously dosed low temperature processed i could go into it for days and days and days but why i bring it in is because they are a company that is backed by the core values that i listed above that's why i bring it into canada to use and it costs me far more than if i was to live in the u.s and also You know, it takes six to 10 business days. And now with the virus, it takes even more. It takes even longer to get products into Canada. And it still doesn't matter. Because we have this relationship. We built this relationship. We understand. And there's not another supplement company out there that I would want to attach my name to. Because with First Form, it's not about the supplements. It's about the core values. So despite the extra work that it goes... Being a legionnaire in Canada, bringing it all in, it's still worthwhile. It's worth all the trouble every single second. Okay. I, like I said, I could find high-quality company in Canada, but I have not found one that – because I am always about the best in everything that I do. And I'm going to go with a company 
that I believe in 100%. I'm not going to settle for one that I don't think is the best. And as I was saying, the culture within first form is unmatchable. And I will do all that I have to do to be a part of it and to be proud of it, to be a part of it. Because they operate by the same standards as that I was what I was raised as working for my parents' company, Paramount Builders. You know, I hope this is... This is looking to my life, guys, and this is just how I live my day-to-day every day. This is how, this is, it's not perfect. I got checklists that I go through to where I'm like trying to stick to these core values. And I'm just of the belief that if I have the knowledge or skill to help someone with certain issues that I can help them with, it's my duty. It's no question. And sometimes, you know, I don't always want to help because I'm busy or I'm having an off day or I'm being selfish or whatever. Um, And, you know, sometimes we got to be selfish to take care of ourselves too, but nine times out of 10, it's just a little bitch voice. You're just feeling sorry for yourself, okay? You can help that person and get your shit done, 100%. You know, and hopefully in turn, when I'm struggling, that that's going to come back and someone's going to extend a hand to me. I don't know how many stories that I have where things that have happened in downtimes that you couldn't, you couldn't, you wouldn't believe it if I told you. And I have faith in that because it's just happened. I've had way too many coincidences in my life not to believe it. And since I started to commit 100% to live by first forms, core values of loyalty, leading by example, going the extra mile, staying humble, self-discipline. Let me say a thing on self-discipline for a second from Tim Grover. The difference between self-discipline and self-control is self-control is, say you don't have, say you don't have, Say you have self-control for the bag of potato chips that are sitting there. Self-control. Self-control, if you picture the garden hose, and there's always a little bit of water inside the garden hose. It's turned off, but there's always a little bit of water inside of the garden hose, and there's slowly dripping, right? That's self-control. The water's shut off, but there's always a little bit of water in the hose, and there's a slow drip, okay? That's self-control. Eventually, that hose is going to come on full blast, and then you fucking lose everything. It's just your world goes upside down. The difference between self-control and self-discipline is with self-discipline, you walk up, you unhook, you disconnect that fucking hose and you throw it 50 feet from the fucking tap. That's the difference. When people say they have self-control or they have self-discipline, discipline takes years to develop. I'm still developing it. Huge difference between self-control and self-discipline from Tim Grover. One of the 100 million things that I've learned from that man. So practice disconnecting that hose and throwing it 100 feet from the tap. And don't just turn the water off. Okay, guys. Next one. Accept responsibility for everything in my life. No matter what. Even if I didn't cause it. 
take initiative, building fun and positive quality human relationships um, has increased the abundance in my life tenfold, less times in scarcity state and truly thriving, guys. When I realize, when I have committed to this way of life, to these core values, are what I really learned for working for my parents in Paramount Builders. When I find, when I when I started getting involved with First Form, realizing what I've learned in First Form was everything that I learned working for my parents. That's how lucky I am. That's why I try to do everything that I can for anyone that I can. And yeah, you do get fucked over sometimes. A lot of the time. You do things for people. You stick your neck out. You give them your time. You do a lot of things. You, you do it selflessly for no reason other than just to help, not expecting to get anything back. And you can't expect to get anything back because a lot of the time you don't get anything back and you get taken advantage of and it hurts. So you got to seriously go into it with no expectation. And then it's more like, well, whatever. If you don't want to fuck with me, <laughs> that's your loss because I'm moving up continually. And you just kind of fucked, like I helped you out all that I could and you just kind of stabbed me in the back. So that's your loss, like, because anyone that fucks with me is going to be going somewhere (laughs) versus, uh, oh, I did all this, I did all this, I did all this stuff for them and now they just stabbed me in the back and, and, and if your butt hurt or someone ghosts you, or you you could say that your butt hurt um, after helping somebody. That means you were had a you had an expectation. So anytime that I help somebody extensively or whatever, and they kind of just take advantage of me, take what they want, and then you know maybe I need a favor or something, and they just don't come through, or they actually literally stab you in the back. My mentality is like, you fucked up. Like, anyone's fucking with me is going somewhere. Anyone that's fucking with me, anyone that asks me to do something, I'm doing it to the best of my possible ability to produce what I can for them, no matter what. So that's your loss if you don't want to fuck with me. Like, who I'm working with, we're going to the top. That's the way I see it. And... That's why you can't have expectations, guys, when you're helping people. And, and, and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it still does come back to where I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I fucking spread myself so fucking thin for this guy or girl or whatever. And they just not put it in the work or they're not. And it's just like, yeah, it kind of does hurt. And then I'm just like, whatever, man. That's their fucking problem. It is their problem. It's not yours. So remember that and just keep helping people. Don't let it discourage you. And it's funny because fi- I find that, you know, as time goes on and as I get older, um, I find that when I learned something new, I was actually exposed to it in like another way in the past. And what really changed was my paradigm or my perspective on the new situation through my consciousness set point raising, which allowed me to see the same things differently. So... A lot of the stuff that I learn now about myself or about life or about whatever, once, I, once it really clicks, because there's a difference between knowing something and actually understanding it. And once I actually understand something, then I'll realize, oh, shit, 
I learned that like two years ago, but why didn't I see it this way? And it's because when I'm, I believe it's because when I'm continually growing in myself, growing myself, that my consciousness set point, like a body fat set point, has been raising over the last two years. So when I was exposed to that um, uh, past experience the, the first time, my consciousness wasn't where it is at now, and I'm able to see things more clearly. I'm able to step back, remove myself, kind of like when I was talking in the last podcast where you walk out, you get to a new location, you fly somewhere, you go to France and you're walking around Paris and uh, you're out at 10 in the morning and then all of a sudden you go back to your hotel and then you go out at 10 at night and you're walking down the same street and it looks completely different because it's, it's nighttime. The only thing that's changed is the sun went down. That's kind of how I like to look at like being in the same situations but seeing them differently in a different light. But basically, plain and simple, guys, I just want to give that to others. I just want to give the ability to see things in different lights, to be able to see their life walking around in the daytime, seeing it in the nighttime. Give them their life back. Because through my parents, through my family, through the first form, through you guys supporting the podcast, I think I'm finding myself. I think I am Thomas Michael Para. I've never been more proud to be. I am first form. I am Arate. I'm me, I think. It's continually changing. I'm always subject to change. And, you know, as time goes on, I probably get more stubborn, but I'm also more open. That makes sense as to to changing. But, guys, I'm just going to close it out like this. Lastly, you know, this is basically just therapy, guys, for me. I hope I can provide some clarity and some therapy to all of you guys. Um, Much love to all the listeners. You know, I sit here, I might sound, you know, I might sit here, I might sound like I'm confident in all this and the fucking parent and the podcast is in 33 countries and um, 2,500 listens in nine months. And I come across as this confident as fuck guy who knows everything that he's doing and guys just be real with you I don't know anything man I don't know I took a big risk coming to Mexico man man I don't know what's gonna happen I don't think anyone knows what's gonna happen and what's funny is this time I could sit here and be like oh another trip to where it's not starting out good. But the whole world is under this umbrella of the corona right now. So this is clear, makes it very clear that you're not special in the sense of getting shit thrown on you. Everyone has shit thrown on them all the time. And off more nine times out of ten, other people are getting more shit thrown on them. And more shit getting thrown on them than what gets thrown on you. 
chances are we've all been through things that are harder and we're all going to go through things that are going to be harder than right now. I guess just what I'm trying to say, guys, to be honest with all of you is I love you guys. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea where I'm going. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of scary. It is scary. You know, just taking the risk, having faith in the unknown. But I know one thing for sure is as time goes on, as I keep taking these risks, I'm definitely getting more and more comfortable with accepting death and kind of laughing at death when I think about it because it's just like, what's the, you don't fucking win anyways. You don't, like, you can't win at life, remember? You can't win at life. It's not something to be won. It's something that's ever growing and changing. You can't win at life. So it kind of like, it just makes me laugh when I think about death. I just laugh because it's like, why are you so fucking serious, bro? (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, I'm closing it out. We're getting close to an hour. Love you guys. All the way from Guadalajara, Mexico. I hope to be speaking and hearing from you all very soon. You know, until then... I'm going to continue to be the carpenter of my life. And I hope that you continue to, to. Adios.